All right, welcome back. Today we're gonna to talk about leadership, but more specifically, conscious leadership. Do you ever feel like you're, you're always on, uh, you're overburdened, maybe you're even disconnected from yourself at times? Well, you're, you're not alone. And today we're joined by America Misaje, and she's gonna talk about just that. And her journey with this started over 20 years ago, studying psychology, neuroscience, bioenergy, uh, yoga, mindfulness, and so on. And that process inspired her to build a system of development that would change the status quo. So let's see what America has to say about becoming a conscious leader. You ready? Let's go. America, we appreciate you hopping on with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. And what I love about this the most, I think, is you know, we, we've had we've been very fortunate to have some some experts come on and teach us a lot of great things. But you being in a different country and us still being able to learn from you, it's just so cool that we have that opportunity to to learn from you. Yeah, yeah. The beauty of technology, as we were talking. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so do us a favor and just give us your background. Give us your story. Um, where'd, where'd you come from? And kind of give us an idea of you know, where you're where you're coming from and how you got into the work that you're you're doing now. Sure. So I'm French, as you can hear. I've been living in London for 16 years now, but my French accent doesn't go away. So you will have to bear with it. Um, so I am 47. I started uh, my career in the financial industry um, on a trading floor. I was an equity analyst and then an equity sales. And then I was head of equities for Europe and Middle East for a French banks. So that's a total of 15 years in finance. Um, really having the opportunity to, to see conscious leadership and unconscious leadership. So I've been in the field for a long time <laughs> researching that. Um, and in parallel, I have been uh, working on myself since I'm 28 because I had a personal issue that, you know, kind of forced me to, uh, to dive into self-development. Um, so it's been 20 years as well of, you know, researching uh, consciousness um, on a practical and also on a, you know, technical and technological level. Uh, so for the last 10 years, when I left finance, um, because through my own development, I really was experiencing the benefits of what it meant to become conscious uh, in my personal life and my professional life. So I was already mentoring my colleagues and the people I was managing and my clients. Um, and, and I really appreciated that. And I wanted to dive more into what it meant to be human. So I left finance and I, I researched more. So I, I trained uh, in integral coaching, clinical hypnotherapy, bioenergy, yoga, mindfulness. Also, I've, I work with uh, shamans all over the world. I've been initiated in, you know, a lineage in, in Brazil, from Mexico. So, um, you know, that really gave me the understanding that a human being is a combination of a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual body, and that we need to work on all these bodies in order to raise our consciousness and then do something good with it. So I started to mentor, um, you know, clients, um, a lot were uh, executives or entrepreneurs or CEO, because I had this background in finance, which is a very specific industry as well. And, uh, and throughout those 10 years of, um, you know, 
mentoring people, I have created um, a transformational path towards consciousness. So we have a very strong um, uh, intellectual property or, or path in, or, in, in order to elevate the consciousness of someone, which translates into different trainings, online programs, um, and now uh, another product that we are launching for organizations in order to help them actually um, respond to a lot of challenges that our HRs are facing these days and CEOs, such as the well-being of employees, the attraction and retention of talents, um, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion, reskilling, upskilling. The workplace mm -hmm. has changed drastically. And, you know, we need, we need new ways to function in it. So we are, conscious leadership is a solution to that. Phenomenal. And <clears throat> conscious leadership, that's, that's your business now. So I would love to get your thoughts on what does that mean to you? And what do our listeners need to understand before we start diving in? What do they need to understand from like a definition perspective and what we're going to be diving into? Sure. So there are really many definitions of, of conscious leadership and, and, and different angles to look at it. Um, the, the top theme for me around conscious leadership is that it's a way of being. It's a philosophy of living, right? It's a living philosophy. Um, and it's guided by truth. So it's truth of the self, truth, uh, you know, with the others, um, you know, just really the ability to see the truth um, and, and to take action upon it. Um, so, you know, it, it, then when we look at it from a, an, an organizational perspective, we look at self-leadership, thought leadership and team leadership. And so self-leadership is leading the self, which, you know, is something we should all, um, you know, work on uh, and it's the self-awareness the emotional intelligence um you know the really really then we have systemic intelligence spiritual intelligence but it's about the self then thought leadership is being connected with your higher purpose you know what is it that you can contribute to the world with your with your uniqueness and the last bit is team leadership which is connection with others and, and this is, you know, not for everyone, but there is an element of that, which is managing other people and, you know, um, extracting the best out of others so that we can leverage upon each other's, each, each other to actually execute well. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a long definition. No, that's great. And what are, what are some of the, I hate to call them warning signs, but like if I'm an executive, like what, what should I be looking for so I can be like, that's an area I should learn more about and, and maybe improve. Like what things would, would kind of trigger that? Yeah. Um, so one, again, I, I always approach things from, you know, um, bottom down, but um, a big element is uh, this inner knowing that there is more to you, that there is more within you and that you're not honoring your potential. That's really a sign that, um, you know, there is, there is something inside of you that is waiting to be birthed, which is a new level of consciousness and, and its own manifestation in your life, right? Um, so it's this willingness to, um, you know, be more, do more, learn more is a key driver. Uh, we look at the inspiration bit, right? Then, of course, we can look at the pain points and the suffering. Um, you know, a lot of that is a lack of engagement. In your life in general, at work, you know, the engagement is really coming from 
the heart. So it's uh, it's the place where we find drive, where we find passion. So then when we feel less engaged or we have an organization where there is less, not so, not enough engagement, you know, we need to start looking at how is it that we can develop ourselves and our culture, organizational culture, in order to change that. Mm-hmm. Um, then there is the level of mental fatigue, emotional fatigue, um, right? If you um, if you feel that there is too much in your brain, that it's um, you know overwhelmed, that it's hard to make decisions, um, that you have uh, less energy, that's also you know a key area to be like, okay, I need to look, I need to take care of myself. Uh, so this is a big area for self leadership, um, and, and another area is also you know I want to perform better. I want to um, work on my energy levels, on my mental focus, on my emotional mastery. I want to be more resilient. I want to learn how to navigate difficult situations, you know, better. Uh, Those are also, you know, key triggers for looking on, you know, diving more into conscious leadership. That's awesome. I love how the fact that you start with self, you say be aware of self first, and then that transitions and, and, kind of boils over to people around you. Yeah. And I guess I'm going with that. As you said, you start from top down. How important is it for from organizationally, America, is it in, for leaders to kind of incorporate that in themselves first to kind of show that to their people before it can be a, a real belief that it can be done? Is that yeah. kind of what your, your belief is on that? For sure. I mean, I, I would never work for an organization where the leader uh, is not, first, there is no buy-in of the leader. Second, the leader is not doing the work. And third, the leader is not, you know, kind of working to embody the work as much as possible. Um, yeah, it, it really needs to uh, to come from the top. First, as you said, there is the embodiment, right? There is the, um, you know, a leader is leading people towards a vision. And so if that vision is not embodied, it's fake, right? Um, yeah. It doesn't work. So, so that's, that's important. And, and also it's, it's what's the vision, right? Where are we going? Um, and uh, that's, um, you know, to your point, the leaders who are not conscious uh, are most likely not taking us in a direction where we want to go. <laughs> there is something somewhere that is not aligned (laughs) yeah (laughs) absolutely and so what do you do if you're you're, you are an executive and like man that really hits home what do i what do i do about that like take us through how do you fix the the top first the executive need to embody this how do they start there and then kind of take us through it how they translate that to those around them yeah um so, you know, when we talk about self-work, there is the word work, right? So <laughs> it's really, it's really, it's really work and, and a commitment to bettering the self. Um, so it can take some time before we really see the kind of blossoming of the work. And so for, for a certain amount of time, the focus is really going to be on the self, on understanding who we are. What are my patterns? What is the program that I have received from society, from culture? Um, What are my belief systems? 
and and really kind of deciding who we are and being like, okay, I've received that belief system, but actually it doesn't resonate with me or it's limiting. So I'm I'm going to push it away, right? So there is a bit of cleansing. There is also a bit of releasing of the emotional baggage. We all have an emotional baggage um, and we don't necessarily need to have been through big traumas for us to carry an emotional baggage, right? So it's about understanding that baggage, releasing it, um, feeling it in order to release it um, so that we find our emotional truth, our emotional strength, and our resilience. Um, and, you know, the idea is that as well in the world we live in, we have so many decisions to make, you know, our mental bodies you know, distracted all the time. And so we have to learn new ways to make decisions which are intuitive. So that emotional compass is very important to develop as well. So that's the first, you know, uh, building blocks. That's a year, right? We, if I'm talking right now about the Academy for Conscious Leaders, which is three years. So that's the first year. It's really about the self. The second year, you start to develop your spiritual intelligence. So really, what is your purpose? You start to understand what is spiritual intelligence and the power of um you know, um, quantum physics and start to learn how to uh, work with your energy in order to influence the energy of others and the energies of a room. So you really level up, uh, you know, your, your leadership in that way. And, and also with all the kind of, um, soul identity work, you really get in touch with really what is the unique contribution that you're here to make. So it works on both levels, right? The inner and the outer. And then the last year, we really look at the different ways that one can have an impact. And so we really anchor the, the impact with the UN goals. And we look at, you know, how is it that we can be uh, an actor of change in all our, in our personal lives and professional lives in alignment with the UN goals. So then we, we really uh, materialize the impact. And, and this is really fun because we also, um, you know, it's a community of conscious leaders. So we collaborate and we experiment these new ways of working within our community. Uh, so we're also kind of doing some research there within our community on, on new ways to do business, which is really interesting. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I love the fact that as you expand out, from yourself and, and get more one with yourself, it transit the next step of the transition onto other people. Yeah. I guess for our listeners and for our people that are in that that space right now who have no idea like how to take that next step. Okay, they're working, they worked on themselves, but now they're trying to get their team to get on board and get involved. What does that look like? Like what, what would be like, okay, the first step, maybe it's not a first step, maybe it's kind of a um a filling out type thing, but what does that look like for the America if they say, okay, I've I've, I've worked on myself, but now my next step to make sure my team is going on the journey with me. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and so there are two elements to it for me. The mm -hmm. first one is about um, uh, the vision. And the second one is about the execution of the vision, right? Mm -hmm. um, so the first element is, okay, how uh, strong is our vision? My vision as a leader, do I know where, I, you know, where I'm taking my team? Um, is it clear? Uh, is my why strong? Is my why uh, collaborative and inclusive and, and benefiting everyone? Um, so that, you know, it's an inspiring vision and it's a, it's a co-creative vision. Um, once we have that, we have to 
start to share it, but also implement it. So what are the structures, the systems, the processes that I'm going to put in place in order to execute that vision in a way that everybody is clear on their role, everybody is clear on, on the deadlines, everybody is you know working together uh, towards those deadlines. And um, yeah, so, you know, management for me, it's, it's about delegation, but it's really about system intelligence and, and putting in place. I don't really, for me, there is no human error. If there is a human error, it's because we have a system failure. So it's like, how can we fix the system? Um, and then there is an element of um, flow, I would say, right, which is a, a dimension of spiritual intelligence. It's also accepting that um, we have to be uh, agile all the time, especially in the, the world we live in, which is the VUCA, right? Volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And so how can we as a team um, flow together, right? Um, so that when a challenge or an opportunity happens, we we are um, cohesive um, and we are congruent as a team and we can move together uh, in that agility. So, yeah. I guess this is, uh, and, and of course, there is an element now, you know, of, of leadership that is around mentoring and coaching, right? It's also how can I support the people I manage to become their best selves? So there is an element of mentoring there that is, you know, important. And I'm, I'm understanding how important that vision is because that's where it starts, right? If we're going to improve ourselves and then help others, get to their full potential, we have to know where we're going. And I, I'm a, I imagine you work with a lot of executives that might not have that figured out quite yet. Yeah. What's that, what's that process look like? How do you figure out what your why truly is and what your vision is and where, where you're going? Yeah, well, it's a good question. Um, in our uh, technology, uh, the, the consciousness technology, we have those three pillars, which are clarity, presence, and creation. And so they all uh, work together and they, they flow together, right? And so clarity is really that bit. Um, you know, who am I? What's my vision? Where do I want to go? Um, and we have to be patient with it, right? Sometimes yeah. it's not, we're not going to wake up one day and know, but it's the more we get to know ourselves, the more we get to have an informed vision for, our, for ourselves and, and, and allow it to develop, right? The presence pillar mm -hmm. is important because it's about uh, really feeling what's there. And sometimes we don't have a vision because we're scared to have a vision. So we have to work on the fear in order to unlock the vision, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So it's all, almost like, a, you know, a, a, an exploration of where, where are all the blocks between me and my vision that I need to remove <laughs> so that I can see, you know? Um, yeah. And me, I see, you know, one of my gifts is that I, I really see the, I see the potential of people. I have the map, right? Um, but you can't see what you can't see, right? So it's, it's, it's our job to, uh, to remove all these blocks so that you can actually see your potential and, and therefore dare to go for it. And that's the creation bit. And it's, you know, it's important when we are actually working towards our vision to understand that it's not all happening in the head, right? We need loads of information. So sometimes we, we need to, that momentum is important, right? We need to anchor 
the bits and pieces of the visions that are, you know, are, are towards the vision. So we can take small actions, even if we don't know the full journey, it's important to take action because they're going to inform our vision. And, oh, I did that. I actually, I thought I would love it, but I hated it. So that's an information that, you know, we need to have. And if we don't try, we don't get. So, yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff. That's really good. America, not to put you on the spot, but it's obvious you've spent so much time understanding this and researching it so that you can share it with others. But I'm curious, your, your why and your vision for, for what you do, if you, if you don't mind sharing. Sure. Um, well, you know that the vision is, a, is, a, is always an evolution, but at the same time, it has a strong anchors as, as you progress towards it. Um, but, you know, I would say um, the big vision is that um, I, I strongly believe in, in the power of our harnessing consciousness, right? And, and when people are conscious, everything is easier and very different things are possible. Right. Um, and so I, I am an advocate for consciousness as a technology, as a solution, as a tool. Um, and consciousleadership.org is a, a manifestation of consciousness in the business world. Uh, and how, as you know, people are conscious, they become conscious leaders um, who understand that we need more conscious people and we need more conscious, a more conscious economy, a more conscious way to to relate, to do relationships, all of that, right? Um, and so, yeah, the vision is really to um, build conscious leaders one at a time and, and, you know, through, and also to, it's not, because sometimes people ask me, but not everyone is a leader. And I was like, when it comes to self-leadership, yes, everyone is a leader. Uh, so we all want that. But, you know, it's like really uh, having people uh, dive into that journey of consciousness with the aim to build a community of conscious leaders who are together leading the way to uh, a better future forward, right? So agents of systemic change. Um, and I really see that the private sector can be a big agent of change, of systemic change, uh, because, you know, companies are part of the economy. So they, they have that power. So, you know, I am, that's why I, I am also because of who I am and, you know, my business background. But that's my angle to actually promote more consciousness into the world. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. We appreciate that. And I'm curious too, like if this piqued my interest as an executive or any sort of leader within an organization, and I understand it, I want to be more conscious. I want to pass this information on to my team. You may have already touched on it, but where do I start? Is it with the why and the vision or is it, is it something else? What do I, what's the first step, I guess? <sighs> Well, <laughs> um, we we have a, 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 actually a test to to assess that, so you know <laughs> that that would be a way. Um, sure. But it's really like um, so. I would say um, if we're looking at consciousness, right? My advice would be if you. Um, agree to receive that uh, information that we are but you know we are a human being with four bodies the physical the mental the emotional and the spiritual can you assess yourself 
maybe one out of 10 for each body, right? How well is it functioning? How well are you connected with it? Um, how well do you understand, you know, what it needs and what it can do? Um, and then start with the body that is, oh, oh, and also how is it doing right now, right? Uh, are you exhausted? Do you have like mental overwhelm or stuff like that? Um, and then see, start with the one that has the least, uh, you know, the worst rate and ask yourself what you can do for that body, mm -hmm. right? So if it's the spiritual, is there anything um, spiritual that you can try, right? Can you try mindfulness or can you go to a yoga class? Or, but, you know, if this is the bit that's lacking, what can you do? Um, if it's the emotional one, uh, how can you raise your emotional intelligence? How can you take better care of yourself, right? So that you connect with your emotions and you um, understand how to be with yourself. Right. Um, the physical body. Well, you know, what do you need to do in order to take care of your physical body? Uh, so, oh, oh, you know, that's an element, a, a way to start. And then uh, you can also assess yourself with the self-leadership, thought leadership and team leadership and, and be like, OK, where is it that I need to work on? Um, if it's the thought leadership piece, because, you know, the, I guess I'm digressing a bit. But if the question was around the why, um, mm. I would say bring it back to you, right? A lot of times I see people uh, wanting to have a very big why, a very big like, you know, I'm going to change the world kind of thing. Mm. And then feeling very, you know, irrelevant or unqualified or, you know, just kind of too, too overwhelmed by the vision and then nothing happens, right? So a vision and a purpose is really something that is, build brick by brick, you know, within. It's like a seed and we nurture the seed and we connect with the seed and, you know. So um, I would say uh, bring it back to you and ask yourself, um, what do you stand for? What do you stand against, right? Um, what are the things that are the experiences that you have lived in your life that connect you to a sense of purpose, right? If you experienced something that was right or something that was wrong in your own, you know, value system, uh, what have you learned from it and what wisdom can you share, right? Uh, thought leadership is, is, is having a mastery over something uh, through practical experience and um, what's the word I'm looking for? And education, right? Um, it's like experience and knowledge creates wisdom. So what is the wisdom that you can share? Um, and can you connect that wisdom with something that has an importance to you in the world or in your workspace? Um, you know, is there, is there something that could allow you to express uh, that mastery in one way or shape or form? That's great. And I'm thinking back to, you mentioned uh, mental fatigue as well. And I remember early in my career, I would see executives and I'm like, oh, they've got it all figured out. They've made it. But that's not that's not the case. I've learned so much over the last few years that we all struggle with that, yeah. especially our executives, especially our executives. Like give us, if you could, like a tip or trick for those executives who are burnt out or they're tired. Like, yeah. How do they combat that? So, uh, for me, mental fatigue is a lot uh, due to too many decisions to make. Um, and so that's where that's the place we need to look at. Um, we only have, it's called execution power. We only have a certain amount of execution power per day. 
So we only have a certain of, amount of decisions we can make per day, which is why Steve Jobs was wearing the same thing all the time because then he didn't have to decide, right? So he was saving some execution power. And, and you see a lot of executives who have understood that, whether it's you know conscious or unconscious, but they are trying to simplify, right? Simplify mm -hmm. and have the least amount of decisions for things that don't matter. Right. So when we start to harness the, the, our execution power, we start to pay more attention of what what actually is worth my my execution power. Is that a decision that I am the only one, you know, I'm the only person who can make that decision or not? Um, can I delegate that decision? Um, can I get some support in that decision? Right. But me, I'm very I have loads of boundaries when it comes to, you know, people using my mental space um, and also recognizing at the same time, sometimes like, you know, that's that's in my life right now. I have a lot of decisions to make and they're coming from different. And then I was like, oh, my God, I, I've got like decision overwhelm, you know, and, and you know, accepting it, being like, that's OK. So then what do I do when this happens? Right. And then what do I do? I take care of myself. So, um, yeah. <laughs> what I love most about your definition of conscious leadership, America, and your process is that and this is so new for me, but it's, it's really like got me thinking, hitting home for me is that it starts with your physical, emotional and mental first. Like those yeah. are all three things that normally in our culture and what we normally think about leadership, we don't think about those three things first. They, we really don't. And the fact that you start with that and that's kind of your starting point to what what's to come after that. I think that's so different and such a unique way of looking at leadership. And I think that's really good for our listeners to hear that that different path. I really do. Well thank you. I'm I'm glad because you know it's it's true. It's a it's a it's a new approach to things. And uh yeah. you know when you are creating change so it's not always easy, right? Because you, you have to lead people into a different direction. So when it resonates and it lands, I'm very pleased. It does a lot, I have to say, but, you know, <laughs> somebody's you pushing. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for opening our eyes to what's, you know, what else we can do to be better at it. So yeah. like I said, I didn't think about this this way until I heard it from you. So thank you for showing showing us this way of doing things. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> And we'll, we'll make sure we put all of your information for, for folks if they want to follow more of your content or see what you're up to. But is there anything that you want to you want to end with that we should be thinking about or we should know? Or is there a best way to follow your journey as well? Or? Um, I don't know. Um, maybe maybe I'll just end by a little bit of, you know, um, it's like we, we really need, like we need a mission economy. You know, we need an economy that is both – of course, that is based on profit, but also social and environmental, um, you know, challenges and topics. And uh, and for that, we need conscious leaders. So, you know, it's like, um, and, and really it's like, however you want to do it, I you know, it's up to you, but work on your consciousness, work on yourself. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we can't thank you enough. And again, we'll put your information for everybody in, in the show notes so that they can reach out. They have questions or at least engage. Uh, yeah, with some no, more so I, I, I can I can share it now. I mean, as well, you know, if you, of course, if you want to reach out, you can. 
find us on the website, consciousleadership.org. Um, we have some free, um, you know, tools there that, you know, you're very welcome to explore. Um, one of them is um, a masterclass that's called uh, Refocus and Plan for Success. So if you want to ground more, that's a good way. You can also follow us on Instagram at Marika Messager and on LinkedIn. So, you know, and, and on both, we share um, you know, the, the philosophy of conscious leadership and also um, what it does, right? So what is, what is the good, how, how can that technology um, help you and show you to create differently? So yeah, we look, I look forward to connecting with you. <laughs> That's awesome. Fantastic. Well, again, America, thank you so much. This has been fantastic and we can't thank you enough. You're welcome. <laughs> America, we cannot thank you enough. I know there was some takeaways in there, but for me, it was, you know, we always want to take care of our people, but in order to do that, we have to make sure that we understand ourselves, that we fill our cup up first so that we can give to those around us. And I think that was the biggest takeaway for me. So I'm going to put America's information uh, down below so you can connect with her, follow her content, reach out if you have questions, but we will see you back here next week.